or because sometimes the media goes too far and um, the way they portray some stories, it's, it's not correct, it's not right. The entire Melania Trump interview will be airing Friday night on ABC. You're listening to USA Radio News. This is a national health alert from the Healthcare Hotline. Are you on Medicare and or have private insurance and suffer from back pain? MD Topical has a solution for you. Today, you can qualify to receive a pain-relieving treatment, such as a comfortable back brace or a customized pain treatment at little or no cost. Call MD Topical toll-free now, 877-875-5909. It just takes a couple of minutes to qualify for these amazing treatments that have helped thousands of people with severe pain. Your personalized pain treatment will be delivered directly to your door. Call MD Topical toll-free, 877-875-5909, or go to mdtopical.com and get started on your road to a pain-free life. Call MD Topical toll-free, 877-875-5909, or go to mdtopical.com. Reed Hoffman is one of Silicon Valley's most high-profile investors. He was an early investor in Facebook and also the co-founder of LinkedIn. Hoffman was on CBS This Morning and said when you build a company up, a startup has to be fast. He explained why. The reason why you want this is this is the modern way that you build massive companies. If you look at Airbnb, if you look at Uber, if you look at a lot of these companies that 10 years ago were, were ideas, back of napkins, tiny, and now are global transformational companies. Hoffman also talks about how being able to adapt is key for a startup. You have to understand that you're not going to, it's not going to have this comfortable and efficiency where you learn it and just iterate slowly. You're going to be doing massive changes every 6 to 12 months, including in how you run the company. And so by embracing chaos and knowing that we are going to be uh, kind of running in a way that looks totally chaotic, what we're doing though in order to get to the, be the first to scale is the way that you actually succeed. This is USA Radio News. Saturday, November 17th at Thomas and Mack Center. OT Genesis and more. For tickets, call 739-FANS or LasVegasSoulFestival.com. Welcome to Hash House A Go Go, where we've been serving farm food and crafted cocktails for over two decades. Visit us for the full Hash House experience at any of our five Las Vegas locations. Hash House A Go Go is where old school meets new and gets twisted. We bring people together over good food and fun. Come in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and come hungry because our portions are huge. Visit us online to see our entire menu at hashhouseagogo.com. Hash House A Go Go. It's a Midwest thing, and there's nothing else like it. Question three is proposal to deregulate electricity in Nevada is opposed by leading Nevada organizations representing consumers, seniors, small business owners, environmental advocates, farmers, and veterans. Leading Nevada legal experts also oppose three. Here's former Nevada Attorney General Frankie Sue Del Papa. In states that have tried electricity deregulation, average residential rates are 30% higher than Nevada's. And question three would be locked into our state constitution, making it very difficult to repeal no matter how much it costs Nevada consumers. Here's Nevada constitutional law scholar Ian Bartram on question three. 
Locking deregulation in our Constitution would put a huge legal roadblock in the way of fixing problems deregulation creates, like the soaring electric rates and rolling blackouts deregulation caused in other states. I urge no on three to stop this risky and costly constitutional amendment. This voter information paid for by the Coalition to Defeat Question 3. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. Hi folks, it's Brian Blessing. Football is back and we're back in Sunset Station at Club Madrid. It's a great place to watch your favorite NFL action on the big screens. We've got the seat upgrade. We've got jersey giveaways, food and drink specials. Chuck Esposito rolls out the red carpet. It's a great day of football each and every Sunday, inviting you to come join us in Club Madrid at Sunset Station. We do Sportbook Radio and Vegas Hockey Hotline from Sunset Station every Friday, weekdays, noon to 2 a.m. 1400 KSHP. If you've been searching for the best pizza in Las Vegas, the search is over. Check out Those Guys Pies at 2916 Lake East Drive in Lakestown Plaza. Featured on diners, drive-ins, and dives, Those Guys Pies will have you coming back for more. Keep it simple or dive into a specialty pizza, great wings and fingers, and the incredible cheesesteak subs at Those Guys Pies. They've got hockey game night specials, too. Turn off Sahara near Durango to easily get to the Lakestown Plaza and find this hidden gem. The guys at Those Guys Pies take great pride in every pizza made, calling it a labor of love, and your taste buds will love the results. Call 702-629-2626. That's 629-2626. And you'll say, those guys are my guys from this day forward. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Right, folks, coming to you from Las Vegas, it's Sports Insider Radio. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. And we invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. As we're always happy to be with you on a Wednesday, racing towards a busy weekend, college football, the NFL. We've got the baseball rolling right along, heading towards the World Series. Hockey's up and running 
NBA College Hoops not far away. As we dive right in, we head east and we talk to our good friend Mike who gets the fun started with John in the on-deck circle. Hello, Mike. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. How you doing? Uh, I took a I took a beating with the Ravens on Sunday. I'm sure you watched that monstrosity of a, of a game, but um, <laughs> I'm still here. Browns are uh, they they put in the effort. I give them the credit, but at the end of the day, wait, 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 wait. I want to know one thing: Can Buffalo and the Ravens win in the same weekend? <laughs> Where uh, Brian's happy and Mike's happy in the same weekend? Uh, unlikely. <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> I am live right now, Brian. I fixed my feed, yes, last week because I thought I was live. You should be able to see me if you're at SportsInsiderRadio.com. I'm broadcasting live. I got hot coffee. I got San Pellegrino. I'm ready to roll. Hold on. Mike, I asked Mike, and let's see. It's reloading. No, man. You got a thing happening there. I, I, get, a kick no, out man. Of, I get a kick out of watching you, but it's not there. Oh, I'm going to have to double-check yeah. in a second. Yeah, I know. might be your feed. It might be your feed. No, I don't think so, buddy. I'm, I actually <laughs> see it right. I'm, I, I'm actually looking at myself right now live. On my computer, I see myself live. It might be your feed. Okay. Well, th- nonetheless, I, I mean, I look forward to watching you parade around the room while we're doing this. Um, but, hey, listen, uh, you, Mike started with the Browns. Let me tell you something. I mean, honestly, you can make the case. I mean, that team could have won every game they played this year. Oh, absolutely, and and we're going to talk about. I have a look. I have an order of things this week, um, Mike. I think Mike has to talk to a client in a second, so I'm going to let him pause that. Mike, you can call that client. I'm going to talk to Brian here. We're going to go through these games, and we'll bring Mike back. <laughs> so here, listen. We got early out. We got listen. We got listen. We got European hockey. Do you ever do any of the KHL? No, I. I guess I could, or maybe should, but no. No, I was I just don't. wondering if you if if you ever get into that stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, I, well, the hard part is is being able to. I, I like I like to watch them, so it's hard it's hard to watch them. You know, you you get no, a, I understand. You so get a look, smattering of it, so I don't. Let, I, I want to try to give value to the people that are listening to the show. I want to talk about one thing first. Let's talk about the records of all of NCAA and NFL right now against the spread versus outright winners. And these numbers are all, these any, numbers are always it's amazing, isn't it? I mean it, Well, it is amazing because everybody's talking about that the home dogs are 16 and 6 in the NFL and you've heard that and I know you go on Vsin and I know you have your own radio show and you've heard everybody beat it to death. The home team dogs went 4-0 on Sunday. The home team dogs are 16 and 6 this season. Okay, fine, but guess what? If you really want to get technical, the dogs right now in the NFL are 40 and 37. I'm going to repeat that. 40 and 37. So, they the dogs have covered three more games than the favorites against the spread. Now, here's the amazing thing. The home team dog thing we were talking about last week with Buffalo is that home teams are having a huge advantage on the outright wins. 66% 50 and 26 in the NFL. If you're going to a team, you're watching an NFL team and you're a home fan and you're in your stadium, you're more than likely lately winning that game. Covering is a completely different ball game because, again, you go from being up 24 games to being up three games. So, again, let's not get carried away with what I call a manipulation of statistics. Home team dogs went 4 0 last week. Home team dogs in the NFL are sixteen and six, but how about just the fact that dogs period are forty and thirty seven? 
Yeah, and I, and I would say this to you. You look at this week's menu, there are seven home dogs this week. And you know what's going to happen? Everybody, well, you, you know what I know what the squares are going to do, which is, and again, I say it in a non-negative way, is that they're going to pump these, these games because they're going to look for the edge. Now, some teams you're calling home key. I don't know if you're talking about uh, the Browns. You know, we got what we call a dog. <laughs> you know, Browns, we're pick them now. They're plus one. Um, the skins, this is interesting. After getting a sh- shellacked on Monday night, we're a one-and-a-half-point dog. Now they're a one-point favorite, so that line is flipped. Um, I don't know if you're looking at the Don Best screen, but that line is flipped. Yeah. And then you got, again, the Cowboys, two to three, a home team dog. Tennessee, uh, one to two, one to three, a home team dog. Again, I wouldn't say crazy, crazy, but what, what I, I just wanted to get the numbers out of the way. Now, college football. Home teams straight up are 67%, 276 and 133. Okay? On the spread, the dogs also have the edge. The irony right now is that both in the NFL and both in the college, dogs have a 52% win rate. So, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm just I'm all soaking right, it all in. I want you to I want you, but listen, soaking you got to listen. I am. <laughs> the spreads. The spreads. The dogs are 207 and 191. And there's been seven pushes on the closing number. So the dogs have a 16-game margin in every game that's had a spread on it in the NCAA season since it started. Here's the irony. Well, I'm going to come up with I'm going to come up with a big word for you, but I'm trying to find a big word, but here's the irony, Brian. If you're 207 and you're 191, and you bet every game to that's, win $100. That's six, that's 16. The margin is 16. Yeah, yeah, you're down uh, 300. 400, you're down 400 games. You're down 310 bucks. Tell me, right. tell me, the, the tell me where the edge is. Yeah. There's no edge because here's why. The 10%. You've won 20700 on 207 games, but you've lost $21,010 on 191 games at 110. You are down 310 and that, and that is now wait a minute. Sixteen games. Now that's what that's one hundred and ten to one hundred. Yes. Okay. Yes. So what I'm saying to you is, if I had a website, which I do, <laughs> and I put on there, I have I have a I'm I'm up a plus sixteen units, like a lot of guys do, and I'm not here to say anything negative about any particular people. Just the concept of marketing sports information. Up sixteen units doesn't mean anything because if you're betting no. to win one unit. You are down three hundred and ten dollars. No, no, it's that, that, that hard to win. That's exactly right. I mean, I mean, so yeah, when you're you're doing this stuff, oh yeah, you went three and zero, oh, but you're laying a dollar four or, or or three. You went two and one, and you laid a dollar right. forty. Uh, you know, if it's a hockey game or a baseball game or whatever it is, well, that edge is gone. And you know, but if you could go one and two, uh, playing money line. Uh, on a on a couple of uh, long shot dogs, and you go one and two, you're actually making more than you are going two and one doing it the other way. Absolutely, and here's the other issue um, that you have to be aware of is that people love football, like you said, and they love it no matter what is being played. So the irony was, Michael had more calls on a Tuesday than he's ever had in his life because there was the ugly Appalachian Arkansas, Arkansas State, State game yesterday. Yeah. So the point was, you know, we didn't even think about it when we came to the office, and then all of a sudden it was like fireworks because 
As long as there's football being played, people want in, people want action. Um, and that was a, a barn burner. The line went from 7.5 to 11, and obviously that was a valid line move. But what I, uh, the, the things I was looking at before we came on the air, and we can break down, we have an hour to do it, which is you have a lot of top 25 teams starting on Friday with South Florida, number 23. I'm going to just run through these matchups. We're not going to dissect them yet. You can pick the ones you guys want to go over. But South Florida, 23. 5 and 0. Notre Dame number 5, 6 and 0. Colorado number 19, 5 and 0. This is straight up, not against the spread. Ohio State number 3, 6 and 0. West Virginia number 6, 5 and 0. Central Florida number 10, 5 and 0. Alabama number 1, 6 and 0, and Georgia 6 and 0. The only game I'm going to give my lean on right now and obviously things can change is how can they make Colorado Plus seven, five and zero. Oh. So they're saying. So they're saying USC is going to ruin their record and cover. And it could happen. But my thing is, when you talk about that word you hate, value, that's a live dog right there, Brian. You yeah. got a team that's five and zero, oh, number 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 nineteen, hasn't lost a game, and they're getting seven. Well, and they're five and zero, oh, and they're in the irony of ironies. Uh, Colorado is four and one against the spread. And of and they've played Colorado State, Nebraska, UCLA, and Arizona State. The one game they didn't cover, the football powerhouse known as the New Hampshire Wildcats is the only wow. game they didn't cover. That's almost like when Appalachian State beat Michigan. I don't know how many years ago that was yeah. on opening day. That was a famous um, one, though. We, we did that with Kenny White. And back then, and it's funny. Oh, I remember it, that game. Well, it was kind of right when I first got here. And everybody, square back <laughs> everybody's blathering. Oh, it's one of the biggest upsets in the history of college football. Bobby. Well, it wasn't a board game, right? And Appalachian right. State wins the game, and people are going, "That's oh, they, you know, they." Kenny's like, Kenny Wyerson. Well, yeah, but I mean, if if it were a board game, this Appalachian State team was so good, they were like twenty three point dogs. So it you know it was nowhere near the biggest upset ever. It was just nobody knew about them, and it wasn't a board game. Right. But my, my, my question to you is because, again, it's you know not a big uh, – when you see games like that Colorado game, doesn't that just like – like don't you – I know you hate that word value, but don't you just have to get some just to get some on a key number like that? Well, there – when you look at it uh, – you know, Or am is, I just sucker rolling right for the trap? No. <laughs> no. I mean, the thing is Colorado, uh, when you talk about it being a monster game, the, the, the only thing is – I mean, if they the next two weeks, if Colorado wins these next two, down the road they get Utah at home. Colorado could literally seize control of, of the entire Pac-12. But they get USC here, and albeit, uh, the, the, you know why the number's that, and I will tell you this, John, is that their only road game other than this was at Nebraska, who can't get out of their own way, and they won by five. Uh, but here's the thing, too. You got USC this week. You got Washington next week. So it's kind of a gauntlet, and I, I think that I think it's more a function of, uh, hey, good for Colorado, they've won these games, but I don't think people were doing a cartwheel about who they've played yet. That's probably the bigger reason. And that's valid, but again, I go back to if I can get points, and again, back to the, listen, let's not forget, overall, even though it's over a million trillion games, the dogs still have a slight edge. They're still 52%. So if I can get a dog that hasn't lost a game and we can then move on to other matchups, I'm just saying you might, you know, oh, you I, might I, as well I, roll with it. No, I, I don't. Listen, I mean, I, I think in terms of their 
you know, confidence is up and it's a big picture game, a big picture thing for them. Yeah, no, I would lean that way uh, if, if that were one I was going to dive in. And the, the other thing I was going to say to you, too, the NFL, we're starting to get it uh, now, bye weeks. It's just too early. I mean, these teams coming off a bye, it does nothing for them now. Uh, they want it later. But in college football, uh, we're getting teams now that are going to get a extra time to prepare if they play a weeknight game or they're coming off a bye and you get Penn State, you know, laying a big number against Michigan State, but that week off probably served them well after blowing the game against Ohio State. But you got to start looking at uh, teams coming off layoffs with extra rest in college because we're deeper into the season and I think that has a much bigger impact on teams uh, that rest and heal in some of the banged up bodies more so now in college football because they've been playing longer. No, I, I agree. Mike, are you back with us? Or I'm back. So, you know, real quick, all I can say is we're not going to talk about baseball because it's too early. I, would say, I will say this. <laughs> if I could make a series bet on the World Series right now, I would bet Houston, and they're not even favored to win the whole thing. What's your thoughts on that, Brian? I'm telling you, don't sleep on Milwaukee. It's not. You act like they won 11 or 12 in a row. I mean, really. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Although it's a deflated number. But uh, that was quite, quite the crazy finish last night. So Red Sox and Strohs. And, uh, yeah, I know. And, you know sad Yankee um, fans. All I'll, say, all I'll say is this. We've got to get games. the Orioles back in the playoffs one of these days. Well, yeah, right. Uh, so, listen, I will say that uh, I've been making money, and we'll just do a little segue because today is a perfect opportunity that if you're a better out there and you're listening to this show live, you have one choice today, and it's only one choice. It's to bet the ice, baby. So, you know, this is the day where we'll see who really wants to bet, and all of a sudden we'll be calling here going, Hey, I see there's a board here today with uh, – because, you know, a lot of guys take the position it's a dark day, Brian. But then if you go to scoresandodds.com or you go to donbest.com, they go, wait a minute, it's not a dark day. we got a full card of NHL. Well, and I will say this, even though it's early in the season, uh, we have our two shows uh, locally Oh, here. by the way, I texted you. You didn't respond to me. Were you rooting for Buffalo or Vegas? Really? You're going to throw me under a bus like that? I didn't respond. Didn't respond. I, I didn't respond for a good reason. Now you ask me on the, the air here. The game hadn't <laughs> even started. The game hadn't even started yet. I was rooting. I, just, I was rooting for overtime. I was rooting. Okay, got I, you. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I just happened to look down. I yeah. saw the game. I said, "Well, this has put you in a what? Are you, your left hand is rooting for Buffalo. Your yeah, right hand is rooting no, for Buffalo." I was. I was. Now, Brian, I was. Brian, what do you? Uh, I was rooting so for overtime. Forward, as of tonight, though. What do you believe as the Stanley Cup loser that plays the winner? Do they are they more fired up the following year when they get that rematch to try to get some revenge from last year? No, it's going, all right. No, it's a all right. It's, it's game. We can go down there tonight, Mike. We can you watch the go. Vegas Golden Knights. It's a hockey game. No, yeah, I like, can't even get a ticket. Last last year's last year. Uh, the, the thing that's crazy about this game is Washington is they've played two games. And Washington's been off for six days. I, I don't know what in God's green earth the NHL schedule makers thinking there. Vegas is one and two, a little frustrated. They've got injury concerns coming into the game tonight. Uh, I don't know if Washington's got to shake off a little rink rust because they haven't played in six days. Uh, it, it's hype. It's hype for everybody. It's a hockey game for these guys. Last year's dead and gone. Uh, it's a new season. In fact, the Caps even said. 
the Caps said, no, the, the game, if, if it meant anything to the Caps, it would be uh, maybe they'd think about it more on December 4th when they came here to Vegas and the memories of that that's where they won it and they, they hoisted the cup. But, I, I you know, last it, turn the page. It's a new season. Well, listen, I want to turn the page to one game that's well, let really me, let me can I let me throw one thing in on hockey. Go ahead. I, and, yes, absolutely. And it's not like it's not your forte. Go ahead. Well, and we did the, the radio shows here in Vegas and yesterday on the show and uh, we talked about it. San Jose played at Philadelphia yesterday. And I, and I would just say this that there are things that just always I mean almost always work in hockey. And here's San Jose, who flew cross-country and played on Monday a 1 p.m. game. So it was a 10 o'clock Pacific start. They got rolled by the Islanders. 4 nothing was the final. Cross-country playing a breakfast hockey game, basically on their body clock. So then the next day they're going to Philadelphia. You have me confused because I won yesterday with the over, but go ahead. So well, <laughs> I'm just here, let me tell you something. So the next day they're playing back-to-back nights. So now people, oh, it's a back-to-back night thing. Well, it wasn't back-to-back nights. They played in the day. They get adjusted to the body clock, and it's a really good team with a stone in their shoe after getting Billy clubbed. So the travel was nothing. They're in Philly early in the evening, so they're actually going to get a good night's rest to play the Flyers, who are playing their home opener with all the hoopla and the pregame ceremonies and a mad San Jose hockey team starting their backup goaltender in the locker room ready to come out and eat these guys alive. And this was a game we talked about yesterday, and fortunately San Jose moved to a, a favorite minus a nickel and they were they were plus 240 on the puck line and right. they ate Philly's lunch and that so was that was with their backup goaltender so my, my point being it's game four of the regular season there will be a hundred of those opportunities throughout the course of the year where travel situations and things that just teams are in horrible spots, but it is not reflected on the wagering board. That's why hockey's right, awesome. But I want to ask, I'm going to ask you a, a, a line making question. Then we'll move to my football uh, conundrum. There, there's a, my first big well, word. Conundrum. Not bad. Um, yesterday there were six hockey games. Every total was six, except the last game was six and a half. Tonight there's three games: six and a half, six, five and a half on the early numbers. When did we start getting sixes like it was nobody's business? When I remember it used to be five and a half, and it would you'd lose that game or win that game by the half. Well, there. If you're a line maker, wouldn't you want an? Wouldn't you actually want the half so nobody pushes? Um. Uh, well, bottom line is, I mean, I mean you, come on. Well, you, you, Forty-two, you're, you're wasting your time. Well, are you? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, so it's a, if it's a refund, it's a refund. But if they got a strong opinion, they don't want to give the store away. But generally speaking, but do you I, I hear you. Remember a year when everything was sixes? Well, the goaltender's equipment has been changed. They're they're so that's part of it. Uh, the, the goalie's equipment's been trimmed down a little bit. Uh, but it, it's it's a function. This is an annual thing. You're right about the odds makers. Uh, I think a lot of this is the, are the matchups. Philly's playing tonight. Uh, they lost eight two. They I'm lost. Sick, Brian, I would rather lose than push. I hear you. <laughs> uh, they lo- Yeah. Well, uh, you'd rather lose than push. What are you crazy? Me, me, yeah. No, because I'd rather know that I have an opportunity to win. See, that's the thing. If I'm if I have a half in my total, 
I have an opportunity to win. But if I know the line is six, I know I have an opportunity to win, lose, or push. It takes it to like a soccer bet. Well, the one thing I would say, the goalie equipment's part of it. They're looking at the early nature of the beast here with the kind of goals that are being scored. But it's also a function of it's early in the season. Hockey is, I don't care if, if you know, it, it used to be big, powerful, strong teams. Now it's a, oh, it's a speed game. They, okay, I got news here. Six years from now, it could be a big power forward game again because it's a copycat league. They all copy the guys that are winning. Right. All right. But one I thing. I mean, it's that, good for fa- fans. They exactly. like action. But so. what never changes, and you know, people want to shoot holes at this, well, you're just wrong. It's, it happens. It's true. The players know it. And a point today means as much as a point in March. But they treat the games in March with much more urgency than they treat the games now. Everybody wants to get off to a good start in the first four, five, six games. But up until Christmas, the games are played differently. You're not going to last 82 games going out there and trying to kill each other. And the games are more pond hockey in the first two months of the season. And when we get to, I'll say, mid-January, it happens every year, the games will become lower scoring because the points, quote-unquote, mean more then. And they do, they play much more sound, protect the puck more, and the style of the game changes. People want to knock that. I got news for you. The playoffs are different from the regular season. Sections of the regular season are different than you know. It, it, it low, you know, uh, pond hockey now. Things tighten up in January, February. So my question before we get to f- football is: since you know I'm a dog lover historically in baseball, am I going to get Kershaw as a dog on the road on Friday? No. <laughs> no. I don't. I'm saying like you're talking about Milwaukee. I mean Kershaw's coming out. Friday, it'll be interesting. To see. I don't even see a number yet. Do you see a number? Nothing yet, but I mean, no, this guy will be favorite. He'll be a dollar. It's Kershaw. He'll still be a dollar. Oh, wait a minute. I'm wrong. Oh, no, this is the series. Yeah, Dodgers minus 157, Brewers Kirk- plus 132. Right, right. Right, yeah, yeah no. Kershaw. So now here's the conundrum. Oh, boy. Last week, it was common knowledge for most people that are in the business, like you and me and Mike, that Texas as a double-digit dog, has historically been winning their games outright, only like 12 in a row, 13 in a row. All the steam came in on Texas, and they crushed, and they won at the Red River Showdown, and I had them on the money, and I did a trend play. Like, I didn't care about handicap. I just bet Texas, and I bet them on the money line. I was like, well, if I lose after 15 years, I deserve to lose. I don't care. And now, the bad beat of the week was Baylor, depending upon what your closing number was. Baylor didn't do anything and didn't cover by one point. Now you have all these people that are hot on Texas after they came to Maryland and got destroyed at the Redskins Stadium um, from Maryland, and then but they always win as a dog and cover as a dog. Now they're laying 14 against Baylor. I see trap. Now the line opened up at 17. It's already been pushed down to 14. So you know me, I wouldn't want to get plus 13 and a half. But you got to like Baylor in this spot. What do you think? Well, I mean, the other thing is, again, this would be, uh, here, you want a parallel. If you remember, well, I know you remember, your Ravens ate the Bills alive in the open. Mike's Ravens. Right? Right. All right. All right. Uh, So then Buffalo goes to play uh, Minnesota. 
I mean, they, they couldn't have looked any worse, right? And, oh, wait a minute. They, 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 they beat Minnesota in, a, in what was a sandwich game because they had uh, a, a letdown after playing the Packers, and they had a short week to get ready for the Rams. And the Bills, you know, beat them like a drum. Well, here's, okay, Texas, uh, high emotional octane win, 48-45, big dog, beat your big rivals. Now you play Baylor at home, and next week you got to go play Oklahoma State. So right. I mean, that that's where that money's coming from, right? I mean, it's just that, that these things, they're not, those angles aren't always right, but they're logical. Right. I agree completely. And, you know, Mike and I, Mike is a big uh, fantasy guy in football, so obviously he's, you know, he, he can tell you every player, every guy. But I look at these overall trends. I know that the coach for Texas – he look. People were every radio station talking about Texas is a dog. Texas is a dog. You don't think those players knew as a dog they get the job done? It's just interesting. Then they're going to set the number at seventeen, and then it comes right to fourteen. You know, three four days before the game. The real thing is, I think Alabama did not cover by one point. Is that correct, Brian? Uh, I'll have to look it up. I, I'm just I'm, I'm looking be, real quick. I believe it was uh, a one. I believe they won by thirty four, and the line was thirty five. That sounds right. But I, I'm looking. So, at, I just wanted to look at your Texas thing here for a second. And and here's the other thing. Just again, when you, when you go through this, so they they win that game uh, as uh, the big dog, and now now Baylor. The week before, guys, the week before at Kansas State, Texas was laying an eight and a half. Well, they won nineteen fourteen. They were. I mean, they, they won. They don't the, cover they, the favor. They didn't cover. Because they because right. they were looking ahead to the next game, these these are kids, right. these are kids. That, I mean, you know, and you know the coaches preach this stuff to them. It's just human nature. So so the the, the thing is with a team like Alabama, if you listen to all the, the the pundits, right? Alabama is perfect against the spread in the first half, but they're not covered. They didn't cover the last two games. So they won by 34, the line was 35, but they were blowing doors off in the first half. When did the linemakers adjust that first half? Because you know everybody who's a square is going to say, oh, I'm not going to lay 28 this week, I'm going to play the first half. Well, and and know that the odds makers would then adjust if it's a 28-point line. Uh, and I, I'm guessing here, uh, if Alabama's 14-and-a-half, 15 uh, in the first half, you know, they, they may make them. Uh, and, and you know, 17. more often than not, it's an algorithm and it's this and it's that. But if that premise is sound, there uh, who was the team? Mike, you'll remember it was the it was Jameis Winston, I believe. So whatever it was, four years ago, Florida State. What, when he was at Florida State, Florida State lost the first half of every game hey, and yeah, came roaring back and won the, and won the second half of every game. We talked about it for I bet you seven weeks in a row, and it was an ATM right. machine. And so now, so the odds makers know, and if the if if like you're bringing it up, and now it's common knowledge, then then what the odds makers will do if that number should be fifteen and a half, they'll make it seventeen. They'll make it seventeen and a half in the first half and go against what the math model should be. Because the other thing is, these guys are coming out, and when you know that's like the, the meat of their schedule is coming up. That when they'll come out and they'll do the Sasquatch foot on teams, but then they'll bring the backups in, or they'll just start running clock and let's get out of here. So, so let me ask you: as as uh, the psychology of sports betting is a business, 
does, does the professional, well, I don't think a professional better would have played Alabama for the game anyway, but let's say they did. Do you think somebody, do you think it's a, you can call Alabama a bad beat winning 30 by 34 when the line was 35, or do you believe the line makers just made a real good number two weeks in a row, and two weeks in a row Alabama didn't get the money on the full game? Uh, I kind of thought that Arkansas showed signs of life the week before, but but when you see, here's the thing. I mean, I like you said, generally speaking, if if it if it's a stick out, you play it. But generally speaking, I'm I'm looking at those games. I, if I'm playing an Alabama game, I'm not. I don't like the 28, the 29, the 30 point lines. I'll play the total if I believe the other team maybe can score a little bit. But when the problem but you is, when, believe but if when it's seventy-four, they think they're going to score a little bit. Yeah, but the, but the, thing, the but the rub is when you get a a big line like that, and if the game holds relatively true to form, you are then at the mercy of your hand. You're trying to handicap when does the coach a either call the dogs off or b when does he say. I just I'm going to keep my guys Why? healthy, and so you're, you're handicapping a game, and you're trying to figure out the second string, and that's that's what's, I that's agree. what's scary. I mean, I I, mean, I would play totals. Yeah, go ahead. They were up forty nine nothing at the half, laying forty eight. But we already discussed that the week before that they weren't going to do anything in the fourth quarter. So you know, but that was a super line. You know, the thing is when you look at when you look at these moves. Especially moves that call that cross key numbers early in the week. I'm a, of the opinion that, w- w- regardless of the direction, it's smart money. Now, the game I want you and Mike to break down is that I don't really look at these this the the, the Georgias of the world, but Georgia's number two playing at LSU, number thirteen. Georgia is six and zero, oh, but the line did open at seven, and now it's seven and a half. I hate that word value, but the dog lover of me would say, gotta grab LSU plus seven and a half. I don't see the wise guys pushing that game up early in the week. I see a lot of booster fanfare money and players. You follow what I'm saying? Mike, you might need to get that, I think. Oh, no, never mind. Sorry. So, um, you know, when you both break down that game, if the game even plays because of the hurricane, that's a whole other thing. The hurricane, uh, I don't know if it's coming through Louisiana or the oh, panhandle of Florida. Well, it's coming your way, bud. I mean, I, my goodness, uh, Hurricane Michael – uh, very close to a Cat Five. It, I'm coming this way. It it hit the it hit the yeah yeah hurricane. Well, you, are, this thing this our thing good was friends nasty. Friends in Georgia are boarding up. Well, I mean, our good goes, friends in Georgia are boarding up right now. And the and the poor people in Carolina just went through this, and it, it's coming back up there again. But you're right. I mean, uh, midweek, I think the weather aspect of it. I think by the weekend, uh, I don't think it will be an issue. Uh, to your point on LSU, here again. Uh, I have to do some more work on it. It's not a game I looked at. Um, the funny thing is, it's a long-standing angle that has caveats to it. It's like, well, when is the point that it kicks in? And I think we're about there. Uh, certainly, any I'd say from this day forward for sure. But we, this thing was another one. It was a license to print, though. And that was teams that were unbeaten that you know had designs on a conference championship or a national championship or whatever there's that air out of the balloon when they suffer their first loss so LSU had shocked the world and you know went to Florida lost 27-19 uh and you wonder if the air's out of the balloon and I wonder if that's not 
that bubble burst theory, and I wonder if that's not one of the reasons that are here. But I would ask you this, Mike. I would say that in in virtually every other conference, I, I I'm a very big proponent of that. The thing is, the SEC. It's so hard to go unbeaten in the SEC, and every game is a monster game. I don't know that that angle necessarily means as much in the SEC just because of the gauntlet that it is every year. Well, and specifically, the team that they're playing, this is the type of matchup that playing in LSU, playing in Death Valley, I mean, it's it's very, very hard. They are a good team. If they didn't lose last week, the line would have been a lot lower. Uh, but they're getting a touchdown at home simply because of the loss to Florida. But going back to Georgia's schedule, they haven't really played nobody that tough of a competition. Nobody: Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Missouri, Middle Tennessee State, South Carolina, and Austin. And look, they, and, they played and, nobody. And now, now they started. Th- you now. just wait, wait a minute. Was that all your brain? Get honest. Was that all your brain? You just wheeled that off like that. We have numbers, man. We we got it all up. No, everything I'm, everything I'm, is dialed I'm, in I'm, for I'm, the show. Yeah, they, yeah, wait, you think we're dumb? Yeah, they played Austin P, the Governors, they played the Gamecocks, they played the Blue Raiders, they played the Tigers, the Volunteers, and the Commodores. And now they go now on you go, a three-game right, road trip to, with LSU, Florida, and Kentucky. Right, and but LSU, on the other hand, they beat up Miami. We don't know how good Miami really is, mm-hmm. but they beat them pretty handily early on in the season where it was a neutral court, neutral field. They played at Auburn. They won. Full marks so for that they win. Have some, yeah, that's a good win. Right. That's a great win. Um, so, looking back, I mean, right now, getting a touchdown at home, and LSU just ran into a buzzsaw. They made a lot of mistakes last week at Florida. They couldn't stop the edge rushers whatsoever. Florida just literally rushed four and played man-to-man in the back end, just could not get any anything going on offense. I think it's a big bounce-back week for them considering they have the type of offense that could that could play with Georgia. It is Sports Insider Radio. We got John and Mike. We're heading to the top of the hour. I invite you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com. 800-209-1679 is the number. That's 800-209-1679. We're coming back, taking you to the top of the hour. It's another fun, fun day with the boys from sportsinsiderradio.com. Hi, I'm attorney Adam Kuttner. Something you probably don't know about me is that I grew up playing hockey. I love the game because it taught me that you have to be aggressive and dedicated to win. And of course, winning is everything. The same goes for representing my clients in their personal injury cases. I work hard to get you the maximum settlement as quickly as possible. If you've been injured in an accident, ask attorney Adam Kuttner, 702-382-0000. That's 382-0000. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. Hi, folks. We're going to have a lot of fun on Mondays. It's Brian Blessing here, noon to 2, every Monday in the game at the Sun Coast Sportsbook Radio and Vegas Hockey Hotline. Right here, AM 1400 KSHP. 
but that's just the beginning. We'll be sticking around and in the game, food and drink specials, great prize giveaways for Monday Night Football and every NHL game on TV. In the game, we're calling it Pucks and Pigskins. You're going to love it. A great combo of hockey and football. Monday's in the game at the Suncoast. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, back with Sports Insider Radio. Coming to you from Las Vegas, sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679, 800-209-1679. Let's get it back to the boys, John and Mike, back in Baltimore. As we gear up for another week, uh, we got Thursday night NFL, uh, college football, and we're the season's flying by, guys. It's crazy. It's, yeah, it's flying by, but we'll be in college basketball and NBA before you blink. But, you know, I was thinking about taking a, a flight this, I was taking. I think about taking a, a little twenty-four hour day trip this Sunday. What do you think? To where here? Instead of flying five hours to Vegas, fly five hours to London and watch the worst team in the NFL, Oakland Raiders. What do you think? Last a last minute airfare because you've got ball. I'm looking you, right now. Well, you I'm got looking. you got B, well you got BWI and you got Dallas, so you got a lot of internet round sixteen forty two round trip. That's actually not sixteen hundred and forty-two dollars. That's actually not hideous. Last minute? Yeah, it's the same exact distance from Baltimore to London that is Baltimore to Vegas. But here's the thing: <laughs> when they did the schedule, did they think that they were going to have the worst team in the NFL? I mean, literally, they're worse than forget forget Buffalo, forget Arizona. Oakland is just pathetic, pathetic, pathetic. And then you have Seattle cover uh, last week. Uh, did they? Yeah, they covered against the Rams, even though they lost. And now they travel to London, and they're only laying three. I mean, to me, this is like a, this is like I, I can't give out free picks often, and I never give out free. You got to take Seattle in this game. I, the thing I'd look at, I mean, the total on the games forty eight and a half. You know, the one that you, you get, like my intro though. My intro into that was pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I, go ahead, hop on the plane. No, the, no, I'm just I, saying. I, would, I, would, I would, if it was a real team, I would, I, I would, I'd go for Buffalo. I'm not going for Oakland. I, I'd love. To, well, you, you know, whatever. I mean, uh, uh, hey, the Raiders got to win. Throw them a bone. 
how can you make a team a favorite? It should be pick them when they're neutral sites, Mexico City or London. I mean, like, there's, I mean, yes, Raider Nation, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, really, they're horrible. Well, Seattle is, I think there's real, Mike, would you agree with this? I, I want to thank Seattle. Uh, I had Seattle against the Cowboys and had Seattle against the Rams. But I've, I've stepped up to the plate twice on Seattle because where I think there's a real opportunity, that is, it was like, we talked about it on the show last week. How's Kansas City only a three-point favorite at home? How Arrowhead and up in Seattle, they're the two toughest places to play in the NFL, and Seattle is 2-0 and against the spread at home. So, you know, I don't think there are any great shakes uh, away from home, but they're giving you opportunities when you get them there. So, to your point about Oakland's no great shakes, uh, away from home, I don't know that Seattle is either. Well, I mean, I mean, you look at the type of matchups they have in the NFL when they set these numbers. It's just blindly, if you do this week after week, how easy it is you could just pick that one game. Like Seattle last week, getting points at home, divisional matchup. And the Rams are scoring a lot of points, but going up to Seattle, they always play them tough no matter what. And they were neck and neck until the end of the game where Seattle could even pull the upset and won the game outright. So if you're going to – I'm just – again, I know we've been giving out a couple non-selective games. If I'm just looking at the schedule this week, you got to take Denver. They're getting plus a touchdown at home, getting seven and a half versus the Rams again. They have to go in high altitude to play them. And Denver's going to be up to play. I mean, they just won. Um, they just lost last week, but now they're going back home, and they're going to be up for another game where they played the Chiefs a few weeks ago, and they played them tough at home. And the Rams have a injury. Monday night game. And the Rams have injury right. concerns too. But before we go on to another game, I want to start a new little segment. Oh, it's going to be called Bad Beats. Sure, go ahead. Um, John does not want to talk about this. There was a parlay. Last Sunday. Okay, I'm going to text to the Brian while we're on the phone. Go ahead. It was, it was a, a parlay. To win $16,000. parlay to win 16000 Five-teamer. Okay. The Browns. I can't believe you're bringing this up. All money lines. The Browns, Brian. Yeah. The Chiefs. The Lions. The Bengals. He covered on all four. And then he had the New York Giants. On the money line. On the money line. Oh, Okay. He laughs. He goes, "Oh, well, he's still, he's still upright." A, uh, a, six, a sixty. I don't even want to talk about it. a sixty-three yard. Here's what goal. one of the clients said: twenty missed field goals and extra points, and the one guy that makes it ruins my parlay. Sixty-three <laughs> yarder. Wow. But as we know, you know, John doesn't watch any of these games. He was actually after the games that started. He's out cycling, and he calls me. And it must have not been graded in the account. He goes, I think we hit it. And I'm watching it in real time as this guy comes down and hits a 63 yard. Oh, oh, they're going oh, crazy. Oh, oh, you, Brian. You, you, saw the, you saw the score with like 10 seconds, seven seconds left or something? Oh, yeah. I just sent it to your phone. You'll see that's very pretty. Uh, but, but, but the thing is, you know, bad beats are part of the game, and that's why parlays are parlays, and they're small parlays. But I, I, I got to tell you, I, I'm not—I don't have any selections for the NFL. But I'll say lines that look weird to me. It looks like another dog day. Minnesota 
won on, it was the only team that won on the road at Philly. We had Minnesota, um, and now they make them ten at home against Arizona. And then you have your Buffalo that wins the game outright, and they basically make them plus ten. I mean, it, we we say this every week. It's so hard to cover double digits in the NFL unless it's Thursday night. Um, but other than that, like I said, you know, don't expect Minnesota. And don't expect Houston to both cover. At the minimum, usually the way it goes in the NFL, you're going to go one and one if you're laying ten on two NFL teams. So it's that time of year. We've got uh, you know what's going to happen, boys. You just mentioned it too. Uh, you had the uh, Arkansas State Appalachian State thing, which, which yeah, you're right, it kind of catches you by surprise. But it's not going to be long. You're going to start getting Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday college football games. You're going to get MAC and Sun Belt games in those standalone games. That's why we say all along, it behooves you to maybe pay attention to these schools a little earlier in the season and to get a little idea of what you're dealing with instead of trying to play catch-up. Oh, absolutely. And like I said, you know, that, that's the thing. You know, if you are playing catch-up or you're just looking at the top 25, like the games that I mentioned to start the hour are not the games that I know you said you weren't looking at a lot of these other games. I know you're probably looking at the the, the Lafayette-New Mexico State game, and you're probably looking at the Hawaii. But what is up with Brigham Young, by the way? Let's talk about that for a second. Like, would they lose by? They got destroyed last Thursday night. That, and I'm looking at this line that pro- now that program's just falling off the map. It's unbelievable. I mean, they make they, they... them a 12-point favorite against Hawaii. What is that all about? Well, you got the injuries with the Hawaii quarterback. But uh, it's just, you know, the funny thing is, like, you can't trust them one week to the next. Um, you know, and that's why I go back to the game within the game. If you're listening to this show, no matter whether it's recorded or live, that second-half opportunities to make money, we always talk about it, is where you can really – take advantage of all these games because again I go back to in the NFL especially you know you're no teams winning 70 to nothing in the NFL you're going to have some parity and so you have a lot of teams that lose in the NFL but they actually win the second half if they're down at halftime and so it's not a valid strategy just to take every team that's down at half but you certainly don't want to chase the teams that are winning and I will say this and again we're thinking all these poor people going Florida and then coming up the uh, Georgia Carolinas uh, with Hurricane Michael, uh, and it's not the point. I mean, it, weather, we're watching it. It's a big story now. But the weather's about to change, guys, and I think we're probably, eh, let's call it three, four weeks away, but it's not far away. And just when you think you know what you're dealing with, the weather changes, and weather becomes a big part of handicapping these football teams. And it's not just the conditions in the game. Sometimes it's how 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 specific teams deal. They, they come out of the gate great. I mean, you know, a Miami, you know, they start great, but all of a sudden you you got to send Miami up to uh, Pittsburgh or somewhere like that. Totally different animal. Talk about a team getting no respect, Pittsburgh. They're making them a two and a half point dog at a rivalry at Cincinnati. Uh, After they just yeah, I know. Well, Le'Veon Bell's going to be coming back. Uh, Pittsburgh kind of had to save their season this past week. Um, listen, give Cincinnati some some credit here. Cincinnati's been pretty good. You guys saw that. Well, up all close. I can say, I don't watch games, but Mike and I both watched the Sunday night ugly tie game. And to be involved in Dallas Jacksonville or to be involved in Houston Buffalo, I would have to say I'm on the dog on. But if I had a, if you know, you made me decide. There is no way I would take you after what I saw with Houston. I, I won't be surprised if the Buffalo wins the game outright. I'm sure you concur. Uh, 
I, if I'm taking the nine and a half on Buffalo, I'm grabbing a little money. Uh, That's my I love Buffalo last week because that defense is really good. They held Rodgers to 22 points. Yeah, Mariota, it wasn't going to do much of anything there. The thing is, if Watson is is banged up and he finally got his act together, they didn't put a lot of points on the board, but he threw for over 400 yards. But he was a crash test dummy in that game. Uh, you might be down to the Texans' backup here. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of points. But probably lower scoring is the way to go. Are you excited for college basketball in the NBA? About no. To begin? No. No. <laughs> Really? I will be Come when it, I will be when it gets here. Well, I, you, know, you were talking I'm, about handicapping I, weather, then I, everybody's I, handicapping I, indoor sports. I'm sorry, I'm just being a human being here. I'm, you know, run we're going a million miles an hour with the football and hockey just starting uh, throw college hoops into the equation. It's like yikes. I mean, yeah, when, when listen, it gets the here, Warriors I'll get into are it. playing the Lakers tonight. They're laying four. Yeah. yeah. Come on, that's going to be an exciting matchup. The total's only 235 and a half. It will open to 231. Will you do me a favor tomorrow? Will you you do me a (laughs) favor? Will you call me and tell me what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, you're not going to grab a little over in that game? It's going to be like an exhibition game. 235, they should have 260. Oh, wait, who's the other team? I did happen to see this, but I just can't even go there. Um the, the Sixers, right in in uh, preseason, they look like they're going to score a gazillion points this year. How much yeah, stock? How much I mean, stock yeah. do you put in preseason, Mike? Like, okay, we're talking about for the NBA. If they're scoring a boatload of points in the NBA, uh, then do we get in, we get inflated numbers when the regular season starts? But doesn't it just stand a reason? It's it's a game that counts. <laughs> that you would think defense. Yeah, I mean, would... preseason just preseason show shaky. I mean, it's the the rotations are completely up in the air they're not really playing there's no defense so you can't really really use any of the preseason because just the players they want the coaching staff just wants the players to get with the endurance angle of it um to get ready for the season because they've had some time off but in terms of none nobody's played like an all-star game nobody plays defense all right fellas it's another busy busy week coming up uh, we'll do this again. We love doing this on Wednesdays. It's Sports Insider Radio. You can check out the uh, website, sportsinsiderradio.com. You can get hold of the fellas at 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. And you never know, uh, call forwarding is a wonderful thing. If you call, you might end up talking to John, uh, who will be over in England uh, watching a football Yeah, game. there you go. And I will say one thing. The best game of the week will be the Chiefs at the Patriots. Another scenario, undefeated team getting three and a half because Brady gets all the love. There you go. Plotting the course for a big ball game. Hey, fellas, always a pleasure, uh, and we'll do it again next week. Hope all is well, and we'll talk again soon. You got it. All right, boys. SportsInsiderRadio.com, 800-209-1679. Invite you to check out the website. Heading into another busy weekend of college football. I'm attorney Adam Kuttner. Something you probably don't know about me is that I grew up playing hockey. I love the game because it taught me that you have to be aggressive and dedicated to win. And of course, winning is everything. The same goes for representing my clients in their personal injury cases. I work hard to get you the maximum settlement as quickly as possible. It's the Vegas you've been injured in an accident, ask attorney AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com.
USA Radio News. Hurricane Michael slammed ashore near Mexico Beach, Florida Wednesday, becoming the most powerful storm on record to hit Florida's panhandle. The Category 4 storm made landfall with 155-mile-an-hour winds. Ken Graham was with the National Hurricane Center. He joined Fox News and said that this storm will be felt for many days. Power outages because of these winds could last um, yeah, several weeks. Just a serious situation, catastrophic with uh, building damage, trees down, power outages, but not just the coast. We still expect hurricane force winds stretching on the Alabama-Georgia uh, state line. The operator of a limousine company involved in a 